Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 273 of the Rockcasters Podcast. Tyler is still here. Gables is still here. Yep. All right, cool. I'm going to try to get away from that awkward intro we had yesterday after our second show. This is our second show of the night as well. <laughs> um, so in case you guys missed it, we talked about Square Enix. It was a very short show, like 12 minutes. Uh, if, you, if you missed it, check it out. Um, yeah, so we're this episode, we're going to talk about Ubisoft E3 press conference. So covering all of those. Um, I'm going to do the same thing I do. Uh, I've been doing on all, all the other ones where I'm going to run through everything. And then we're going we're gonna to talk about it, um, talk about everything at the at the end here. So started off with a big dance uh, thing. There was a panda, uh, which was really cool. Uh, just but it's just dance 2019 coming out this October, and it's coming to the Wii still. Oh. Fun fact, <laughs> fun. So that's ridiculous to me. But fun fact for you guys: the Wii version of Just Dance 2018, the highest selling copy of that game. <laughs> what? Yeah. So that's crazy, but it makes sense then. I guess with the motion controls, that makes sense. But yeah, so it's still coming the Wii U and the Wii. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2, we had a CG trailer for that. Um, they showed some pre-alpha footage. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who is a gorgeous man, by the way, uh, came out. They are doing, uh, he owns, he's a co-founder of a company called Hit Record, where they actually find, uh, people go to them and they send music and art and all kinds of like uh, things to them. And I don't know sure what he does for that. But what they're doing here, with it's called Space Monkey Program, and what they want is for fans and people out there to send music and art and ideas um, from the from the, the people, the common man, and uh, you can potentially have your stuff in the game. So like if you have like a cool like graffiti or something out there, a design that you do, it could be on a wall in the game and re- in the game itself. Uh, and the cool thing is they actually pay people um, for that. So if you if your stuff gets in there, then you, you might get a little, a little bit of money. Uh, and then Rainbow Six Siege um, coming out there and talking about there's a new documentary coming out for it called Mindset. It's a doc about some of the esports players. And they announced that 35 million players have played Rainbow, Rainbow Six Siege, which is really cool for a game that was dead on arrival when it came out yep. for a few months in like 2015. I remember Jake um, put that as one of his favorite games of the year. Uh, and raved about the game. And I'm like, really? No one's playing the game. Now it's one of the biggest <laughs> games in the world right now. Uh, then they showed off Trials Rising. Uh, it is uh, the new Trials game. Uh, the game where you ride a motorcycle and you just get fucked up a lot. It's coming out in February 2019, and it's coming to Switch. Uh, then Division 2 was shown off again. Uh, they announced eight-player raids. Uh, they have years of updates planned. There's three DLC packs coming out in the first year, and it's all free. So it sounds like there's probably going to be some cosmetic stuff you can buy uh with, with like with microtransactions but the dlc there's no season pass there's nothing like that so that's cool um mario plus rabbits kingdom battle they showed up they had a, a concert which was really great because uh, the music in that game was fantastic uh yeah. and they did some cool um they did like the dk rap and did a lot of, it was really great it was really good cool uh concert they did for it, a little mini one uh, the DLC for it, I'm a little disappointed because I've been, my prediction a couple days ago was it was going to be Shadow Dropped out now. Uh, unfortunately, it's coming out June, which not really unfortunate. It's like it's a, two weeks out, but it's coming out June 26th. And they this has no one else has like said this or talked about this. Um, maybe a lot of people didn't buy the season pass like me, but for season pass owners, the game comes out on June 25th. Yep. So that mean that tells me that which kind of sucks because that means I bought the season pass for no reason because uh, I didn't I don't give a fuck about playing the first one. The first uh, pack they released, but yeah. So um, if you bought season pass, you get it a day earlier. If not, I don't. I, that means it's going to come out as its own separate thing. I don't know how much. Probably going to be twenty bucks or something. I think season pass is twenty five. 
Um, then we had a long gameplay session for Skull and Bones. It is the um, online multiplayer uh, pirate ship game. Uh, it's coming out in 2019. Uh, tra- uh, Transference. Uh, it is the Elijah Wood game they announced last year. Uh, it's a, it was the VR game. Um, it's coming out this fall, but they said it's coming to traditional consoles, which it means which tells me that it's not going to be a VR only game anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing at what one point it was, but now it's not. Uh, then probably the biggest surprise of the conference, Starlink, uh, the Atlas, Atlas, something I don't fucking call it. It was that Toys of Life game yep. they announced last year, and we were both scratching our heads on why they're doing this. And actually, rumors of the last few months have been that they they ripped the Toys of Life stuff out of it, and the game was still going to happen. They're getting rid of that. They're not doing that. They're actually double downing on that because Star Fox is going to be in this. You can buy actually buy an uh, R-wing uh, toy and it has Fox McCloud with it. Uh, it's coming to Switch, obviously. It's coming on October 16th, and the Fox McCloud uh, R-Wing stuff is um, exclusive to the, the Switch, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's 60 bucks, um, but I think you have to buy the, the game for the Switch to get Fox McCloud and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not sure on that. I, the, the, there's not a lot of details. I just know the price, and I know... I think you can, or there's, there's a pack you can buy with him. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, I think it'd be cool just to have that, um, have the R-Wing itself with Star Fox. But anyways, uh, then For Honor came, uh, they talked more about that. Unfortunately, they didn't have the cool guy with the cane this time. Like they did a couple <laughs> years ago when they announced the game. That was that was a down, the worst part of the, with the conference because they didn't have him. Uh, it is free on PC this week. They announced uh, Marching Fire content with some new uh, Warriors and then a new 4v4 mode, I think called Bridge. I couldn't tell. The guy had an accent, so I was having trouble understanding what he said there at the end. Uh, then we had Crew 2. Uh, the beta starts on June, uh, June 21st, but the game comes out like June 26th. So I don't know how it's a beta, but apparently it's a beta. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, was shown off. But funny enough, the Ubisoft put the pre-orders up for it on their store like 10 minutes before the press conference started. So, And then the trailer was released on like Ubisoft's like France a YouTube page. Uh-huh. So all the details for this game was already out there before the press conference started, which is really funny. Uh, but it's coming out October 5th. I think if you buy like the collector edition or one of the uh, higher price editions, you can get the game on October 2nd, I think. Um, and this one, you can choose between being a male and a female character. Uh, they're not. It's not just like your generic male and female character. The whole different characters. Uh, and just uh, the game plays differently, apparently, for that. Uh, there's dialogue options. Uh, and then it takes place in Greece. So the rumors, pretty, all, pretty much all the rumors for this were true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was how it ended. It was about a little over an hour and a half. I think it was like an hour and 35, 36 minutes, something like that, when it was all said and done. So Gables, what did you think of the Ubisoft press conference? All right, just going through, just going through the things and stuff like that. I thought that the, the Just Dance stuff, yeah, that was entertaining and stuff. But uh, it really kind of surprises me that that game series still sells well on the Wii and even some parts of the Wii U still. I want to know, like, the, like, I want to break down of the geography for that. Like, is it selling, like, crazy in Europe or Japan or is it, like, in the U.S.? Like, the Wii stuff makes sense because it's the motion controls uh, and Kinect's dead. So, if anybody's going to have it uh, for that stuff to be cool, I guess it's going to be there. Yeah. But, yeah, I just want to know the breakdowns for that. But go on, I'm sorry. Well, let's see. Beyond Good and Evil 2... I thought the reveal like trailer that they had last year is good, and then this trailer definitely has me like uh, wondering what else is next. 
but uh, they had a little bit of concepts of like some of the alpha footage for the gameplay, and it definitely has that type of feel where it's going to be kind of like an explorational sort of open world-ish type of game, which, hey, that's yep. not bad and stuff. It looks freaking pretty, and I do like a lot of the community-like uh, stuff they're going to be moving forward with, with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and stuff, try to get all this various like collaborative efforts from different people to try to create this whole like artistic sort of like mashup stuff for music and this and that and even their artwork inside of the game that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. let's see rainbow six siege uh, not too much my thing i'm not really more into like the kind of the squad based sort of shooters it just really gets it really like uh takes a specific thing in order for me to get into one of those trials rising i like the fact that it's coming on the switch but, uh, yeah, you know, I just got to be in the mood to play some of, that, some of those types of games. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's awesome that another Trials game is coming. Let's see, Division 2, kind of the same as Rainbow Six Siege. I am happy that people who wanted raids inside the Division are getting raids now. And plus, like, a lot of the free, like, updates and stuff like that, too, that's going to be along with the game. I kind of checked out when uh, <laughs> they were talking about the Division 2 and stuff like that. But I went forth and I saw the whole Mario and Rabbids, the Donkey Kong DLC, which I loved watching that thing unfold with the whole orchestra stuff with Grant Kirkhope. Because that was one of my favorite parts of that entire press conference where it's like, oh, hey, it's Grant Kirkhope. He's going he's gonna to be conducting a song for Donkey Kong. And it's like, yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Sweet bass guitar. Oh, I know, I know. Let's see. Skull and Crossbones. You know, Skull and Bones I didn't really particularly care about, even though the gameplay looked okay. Transference. Yeah, it's okay. But uh, I'm not really all into the VR stuff. But yeah, the game looked all right in and of itself. Starlink. Last year, I didn't really have too much interest in Starlink because of the whole like Toys for Life game stuff. But what's interesting enough... It's like they're they're like uh, their reveal of Star Fox being inside there actually makes me consider maybe wanting to play it. <laughs> <laughs> that alone. <laughs> oh god, the whole Toys for Life thing. I still need to see more game like gameplay of that of Starlink and stuff in order for me to even remotely pull the trigger on it. But the whole Star Fox stuff on the Switch version does sound very tempting. For Honor, I didn't really care too much for For Honor. Same thing with The Crew 2. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I thought the game looked beautiful. I also love the element that you can choose, kind of like how you did in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, where you can choose between, like, uh, the male or the female protagonist to play specific, like, like, parts, though. But they're going a step further where you can just control, like, one of the main characters throughout the entire game. I thought the combat-wise kind of looks similar to what Assassin's Creed had done previously. A lot of this stuff definitely gave the impression of, oh, this is like, this definitely does feel like another Assassin's Creed game, only it looks pretty, the character and the story are a bit different, and it seems more interesting than some others in the series. But I do like the fact that it's going to be coming out in October, and not, like, crowded into, like, uh, November or, like, even... Like early next year, <laughs> as a lot of the other games are apparently doing. But overall, the Ubisoft press conference. Well, sure, there were some games 
that was showcased there that uh, I was not interested in. But at the same point, there were plenty of good moments and a good variety of games for those people who are interested in like the military-based shooters, like the Division Two or more Rainbow Six stuff. There's definitely some interesting stuff for uh, people who love like the casual stuff as well, like Just Cause, not Just Cause, but like Just Dance, 2019. But overall, I thought the quality of it was, let's see, it definitely was better than EA, definitely was better than uh, Square Enix. I mean, we are pretty much set. Those two are like the bottom, near the bottom of the bar for this yeah. year. But uh, I think it's right underneath Microsoft, but not by much. I'm going to say, let's see, what did they give Microsoft yesterday? A seven? Um, I'm scrolling up now. You gave it a 7 out of 10, correct. Okay, so for the Ubisoft, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Okay. I thought there were some good moments inside there. I do like some of the... I do like some of the reveals that were there that were pretty much, like, good surprises, like the whole Star Fox inside Starlink, and plus, like, more of, like, various Ubisoft stuff coming to Switch with Trials Rising and stuff, but... Otherwise, it was just kind of like a generic thing with some games we've already known about for a while, like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We've known pretty much, and you just went on red. You just went on like uh, saying they revealed a whole bunch of the information about that game just like ten minutes before their presser. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what uh, I pretty much thought of the Ubisoft one. Oh, that's cool, man. So, um, like I said, I thought the Just Dance stuff was actually for the first time ever. Uh, I thought it was actually really entertaining. I, I, I was, I don't know why. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, the marching band stuff. Uh, like, I have no interest in playing the game, but every other year it's been the world. It's always started with Just Dance. Always some dumb dance number. Remember the one year they had it where, like, you can play with your smartphones now and use that. <laughs> and there was, like, 100 people playing with smartphones, like, just dancing with smartphones, but they weren't actually playing the game. It was really dumb. And every year it's always been, like, cringe-worthy. And this year, actually, I'm like... I, I kind of want to keep going. I'm enjoying it. The panda was great. He, I sold it. He made it for me. Uh, and then it just like, started outside, and then like it was all like one shot, and they now they're inside, and it was, it was, it was cool. I thought it just kind of worked really well. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I, I don't know anything about Beyond Good and Evil. Apparently Jade's Evil, and that's a big thing. It's a prequel. Um, I should probably play that game. Uh, but, yeah, for the people that are, that are excited for that, good for you guys. Uh, it definitely looked cool. And, like the, the It looked beautiful. And the pre-alpha stuff. It's going to be open world because, of course, it is the Ubisoft game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and then the stuff with the, uh, you know, you can, people that are wanting artwork and ideas and music from uh, the fans, that's a really cool thing. I, I, that'd be really great, I think, if the EA should really get on that uh, with, like, their, their like their other sports games. And they have all the music. They always get these lesser-known people and they just buy the rights to their songs. Like, this would be a really cool thing to do. Um, I, I think they should be the type to do that. Um Rainbow Six Siege, like I said, it's cool that it. The coolest thing about Ubisoft is they they stick to their games. Yeah. Even if, like and they they fix them or even they always these things like a lot of times they come out and they're not exactly right and they kind of they're really good at kind of changing on the fly. They did the same thing with Division, Rainbow Six Siege, Wildlands. They've always done a really great job of keeping that going for a while. Um, so to see the fact that they're they're on their tenth season, uh, going out been out for three years now. And still riding high. Uh, that's really cool to see. Not my bag, but still, that's really cool. Uh, Trials Rising. Uh, man, the, I mean, I miss the days of like when like the Trials HD and I think what was the second one? Was it 
Fusion? Yeah, Fusion. Yep. When those came out, and like everybody on my friends list on the Xbox 360 was playing those games. So you could see their scores, you could see their times, and it's like, oh, I'm going to beat those. And then like Evolution came out in like 2014, I was just like, three people bought it, and then like Jake saw my scores and like destroyed all of them. I was like, well, that took all the fun out of that game. Like, I had no chance. So I went from having like 15 friends playing on 360 to having three or four playing on on the PS4, and Jake just destroyed all my times, uh, which wasn't that kind of took all the fun out of it. Uh, Division two, that game looks really cool. It's actually, uh, but Division one was my game of the show for the first two years, like 2013 and 14. Yep. So who knows? Uh, and I ended up never even really play. I think I played like I played the beta, which I, I, I had fun playing. But that's because I played with you and Jake. Yep. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, they look really cool. So I don't know, but I mean, obviously, like these kind of games, they end up not really caring for once they come out. Uh, it's one of the games I enjoy. I would I enjoy playing, but the problem is, is like all the people like that my all my friends that I play with this game, uh, this game with. I think I mentioned yesterday or the other day is I would just get out of the tutorial and they're already beating the game. So they're level 30, and I'm, like, level 4. Yep. So my issue is just, you know, sitting down and playing through those games. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids, I already got season pass. I've been geeking out about that for a long... Ever since they, they announced uh, Donkey Kong Adventures and all that stuff, I think a couple months ago, uh, I've been ready for it. I've been ready... For, I've been talking about this since, like, last August. How, that's how excited I... Since, really, since the game came out, I've been talking about... Yeah. I want the DLC for this. So almost a year. So... I just gotta wait two more weeks. It's not as soon as I'd hope, but you know it's two weeks away, so I can't complain too much. Um, Skull and Bones. I literally fell asleep during the section of it, <laughs> so that tells you how much I cared about this. It looks cool, but it's just like the the online five v five stuff. I just I don't care. Uh, trans transference. Um, I don't even know what to think about it. You know, like it seems like there's a million like horror games, jump scare games for this for the VR systems right now, uh, and this just looks like another one of those. Uh, hopefully, you know, there, it comes out as good. But I don't think there's actually really a true good one out there. Like, there's some mediocre ones, but there's a lot of bad ones. Um, so maybe this doesn't kind of break that, you know, break that, that tradition of just shitty horror games. Uh, Starlink. Uh, Star Fox, I think, has saved that game. Yep. That game, last year, everybody was just like, why? What's the point? Uh, I still, th- I, I think this game would be better off just giving the toys of life than adding Star Fox. But um, they've added more buzz to it with the Star Fox stuff. So I can see why they did it. Um, Toys of Life stuff is already dead. If Disney couldn't make it work and Star- and uh, uh, Skylanders is dead, when those uh, Skylanders were probably the most popular thing yeah. uh, in, in video games uh, for a couple of years stretch there. And now it's gone and over with uh, for a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, what, what can do it? What can make it pop? What make it make it popular? And this isn't even like this is a brand new IP. This isn't even like established stuff like Disney had, and then they just, they couldn't make it work. So this feels like it's two three years too late. But I guess see, you know, I could eat my words on that. I mean, I we I've said we've said that before about stuff. And you know, speaking of like For Honor, that was a game that was dead on arrival, and it's still got a pretty good. Not it's not as big as like Rainbow Six Siege, but uh, it's got a pretty decent sized fan base still to this day. So. Um, but yeah, this, I, I think like I said, the Star Fox stuff is really cool. I would like to just buy the, the Star Fox part of it and not play the game because um, <laughs> I don't care about that. But uh, yeah, it's th- that's the only part that made the thing interesting to me. 
Uh, it's probably going to do. I, I guarantee you that thing is going to sell more than the Switch and everything else. It will just because of Star Fox, and that, it's just because probably no one's going to buy it on anything else because there's no real point to buying that thing. Yeah, I know. Um, there's no exclusives to the other consoles. It's like yeah, you got Star Fox on the Switch version, and it definitely gives me the feel of like Soul Calibur 2 all over again. Because guess what was the best selling version of that game? The GameCubes because of Link. With Link, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, Spawn on Xbox totally made sense because yeah. he's 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 really he's really well known for being on Xbox. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I could, like I said, I can need more words on that, but uh, what, what, well, I don't understand it at all. Uh, like For Honor, that's fine. Bay, uh, Crew Crew Two, cool. Assassin's uh, <laughs> Creed Odyssey, man. I don't know. I like I look at those games. I'm like. Ah. Three years ago, it was one of my favorite franchises, and now it's just like, I don't, I can't tell if I'm burnt out. I just don't like the changes they made to the franchise. I, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> like, I, I played Origins. I talked about it a lot on when it first came out. Like, I enjoyed it at first, and then it's like, ah, there's so much grinding in it. Like, to get to the next missions, you have to like, you, they force you like the way you level up in those games. You don't level up anywhere near enough fast enough by doing just the story missions to keep keep going. Yeah. Um, through it you know fluidly so they just can give you all these boring excuse me side missions and i i just could not care less about them um the, the combat's better uh i thought so egypt was cool uh greece sounds cool i i would like it more if they leaned into more of the uh greek mythology stuff which they're not going to uh that part would make me more interested than uh, you know, they, they try to keep it somewhat realistic, other than the fact you can go through someone's and uh, memory to go to their ancestors. Part, uh, so I don't know, it's fine. If this game gets more and more Witcher-like um, every year, uh, but I feel like the dialogue option stuff that was stuff hasn't been like really cool or interesting. This hasn't been, that hasn't been a selling point in the game in like five years. Yep. Um, I mean, by the time Mass Effect Three came out, that was no longer like a cool novelty thing that was just like, that was just kind of like the thing now. Um, you know, kind of like how Telltale was like, or like Heavy Rain was like when that came out, like that was a cool thing. And then like, now everybody just does it. There's a million of those. Like that's what Telltale is. Uh, and that's kind of what dialogue, dialogue options are at this point. It just, it just kind of feels dated to make that kind of a big ordeal. Um, playing, you know, getting to choose between male and female character. That's cool. Uh, I actually was I, I like the female character more in that sense. Uh, the the male character came over his name, uh, just didn't seem interesting at all. So yeah, the, the taking place Greece is kind of cool. Uh, the, I mean the settings are always interesting, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just kind of it sucks. Like I said a few years ago, this was one of my favorite franchises, and uh, I was talking to someone on Facebook about it, and like they were, I told them like I think I just kind of burnt out on them, like. Really, since Revelations, which was the fourth game in the franchise, I think this is like the ninth or tenth uh, of the main franchise. Um, outside of Black Flags, since Revelations, you're talking about three, Black Flag, Unity, uh, the one after Syndicate. Unity. Syndicate. Thank you. I don't know why I don't know that. You should, why do you know that and I don't? It's weird. Origins <laughs> and then uh, Odyssey. So yeah, I guess that would be nine. Uh, really, outside of Black Flags, none of them have been truly great to me. I know Origins is beloved by a lot of people. A lot of people consider it one of the best games of last year. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think the franchise has been great. I, I do kind of want to play the the one they ported over from the 360 one that came out the same year as Unity, because that's more like the classic uh, Assassin's Creed games. I, I want to know, is it the changes they made, or is it truly I'm burnt out on Assassin's Creed? I'm going to have to play that and find out. But uh, 
overall, um, I kind of screwed up my scoring system. I feel like I need to like go back and change it. Because uh, the hard part is, is like, I don't want to rate this one too high. Because what if I give this a nine out of ten, but then something comes out and that's a nine point five out of ten, or like I give something a nine point five out of ten, but then something's like a ten out of ten, or I give something like if I gave Microsoft a ten out of ten, but then Sony or, my, or Nintendo came out and it was better. Like, well, fuck, I just broke my system. So I feel like I broke the system already because I don't like I gave Bethesda a seven. Yeah, and I think I like this slightly more than Bethesda's just because Bethesda. Like, half of that conference was boring mobile shit or um, MMO shit. And, but then, like, they had Doom, which was, like, to me, the only saving grace of it. But there's a lot of cool shit other than that. Um, this one, I was never really bored out of. It kind of went, flowed pretty well. Um, but for me, outside of Division 2, nothing, or in Mario Rabbids, obviously. Outside of those things, nothing really interested me. There was, like, an eight-minute gap in that where I was like, oh, yeah. The rest of them was like, yeah, that's cool. And then the dance number. Um, <laughs> so... I gave Bethesda a seven. I gave Microsoft seven point five. Uh, I, if I can, I'm gonna go back and go Microsoft an eight out of eight out of ten, and I'm gonna give this seven point five because I like this more than Bethesda, but I didn't. I, I like I like Microsoft more because I was never bored with Microsoft, right. and this one had some little points in it. So I'm changing my, my system. I'm breaking some rules here, Gables. I apologize, ah. uh, but I gotta do it uh, to make it make sense. <laughs> so. Um, before we get out of here, anything you want to add before uh, before we go? Nope, that about does it. All right, cool then. Um, so that was our episode for this one. Uh, I don't say for the week. It is not for the week uh, because we'll be back here very shortly um, talking about Sony. So um, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back here in a little bit with uh, Sony's. Bye.